Hi, everybody. I'm Marv Albert. My name is Michael Jordan. I'm Xavier McDaniel, the Seattle Supersonics. Hey, I'm John Spider Sally, the Detroit Pistons. Hey, this is Rick Mahorn. I'm a bad boy for life. Now, if you're not on the Pick and Roll podcast, I'm going to come out there looking for you because you know what? Bad boys like to be listened to on the podcast. Pick and roll, baby. Pick and roll. But I'm not picking. I ain't even rolling. That just said tremendous upside with this young man. On a chilly Saturday in the Still City and joining us from the South Coast. Ahoy there, matey. Uh, it's Gavin Betts. Happy New Year to you, sir. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Yes, it's cold down here as well, to be honest. Unseasonably cold. Yeah, it's a, it's a little chilly out. The mob, mob Deep's on the Walkman and uh, Big Coat's out. Yeah, bring it on. Bring on January. As long as it's not raining, I don't give a shit. But uh, yeah. Yeah, the Christmas games are done. We're into the fucking dog days of the this NBA season. Uh, like every year, January. We've had the stupid Paris game, which, you know, if you're a Nets or Cavs fan, that floats your boat, I guess. Uh, we got the MLK games coming up. Uh, and then it's kind of nearly the all-star break. So these are kind of the trying times. I mean, I don't know about you. Since I got league pass in possibly 2008, I think it was when Iverson was on the Nuggets. And I thought, oh, this is cool. I can watch Iverson every every game and any game I want. Um, I don't think I've watched as little NBA in the, in the last 15 years. I've, I'm not falling out with it, but. It's some of these games are just a tough watch. There's not many good games. I don't know. I know you've been watching quite a bit, and you know you're texting me, and you've been watching the Thunder, and certain players are popping out for you. Um, I don't know. How do you feel about the season so far, and the effects of this in-season tournament, and what it's done to the kind of regular season? It seems to have thrown it sideways a little over the last sort of few weeks for me. Uh, I don't know. What say you, Gavin? Uh, I think, uh, for me personally, that it's not really to do with the tournament. It's to do with just the sheer, the sheer overwhelming number of pointless regular season games and like the sort of the level of disparity with some of the teams. Um, it's what they're. It, it's the thing I always go back to. What it is, it is the um, the as the league has failed to move into being a real sport from its weird traveling exhibition almost harlem grove charter start it, it this is this is the problem you have you have you have commentators on television you have people paid millions to talk about how it's smart for a team to not try and win um despite the fact you're trying to sell a sport uh Fans are stupid, and really stupid at looking at all sports and the, the level of loyalty people have for their sports teams. Regardless of the sport, it's uh, a glitch in like human mentality. But slowly, that worm over the years, the wall that Adam Silver tries to pull over people's eyes, has um, has gone. Um, coupled with the you know, like the it used to because they used to fight more and stuff. People used to think it meant more, basically. With it becoming a lot more less touchy, um, I also think the officials have played a huge part in making some of this unwatchable at times. Hmm. 
players getting texts for celebrating, like staring at like people. Mean... <laughs> yeah, I think um, I, I think we're in we're, we've entered uh, we've entered Adam Silver's corporate hellscape. Yeah, basically. It seems as we're heading that way. Certainly. Um, no, no, no. It's happened. Well, well it, it's happened. Wearing... It's happened, hasn't it? I think. Yeah. It, it happened when they started wearing Adidas like like Lycra t-shirts. Mm. Those years, if you know, when that started, that was when it was too late. By the time they got Harley Davidson and logos on the jerseys and stuff, it's done. It's done. It's gone. And people are, yeah. You don't realize that like it's it's as much the people's game as it is the owners and the players. There are nobody to watch. They don't have anything. Mm-hmm. If you know what I mean, they've got the BBL without without people watching it. So the fans will only tolerate you selling so much without getting anything positive in return. And there's not any real positive changes in the game happening. I don't think we're seeing it like just trying to commoditize everything, and it's become yeah the corporate hellscape. It's become an advertising mm-hmm. vehicle, and it feels like little more at times because. The games are meaningless. We've got one team that's literally like, do what you want, lads. We're not going to try and win. Like, if you score 60, we'll make sure we score 58. Don't worry about it. Mm. And the other team who were like, you know, well, we're, we're trying to have a run at the second round of the playoffs, but we don't really need to try tonight because, well, Greg fucking Popovich is coaching them. So we can do what we <laughs> want. I mean, this this is, you know, this has obviously been happening for the last sort of, 10, 15 years or so. Um, but I feel like this season more than ever, there's been more unwatchable games or just not, you know, lack of good games. Like, you know, could, you could usually guarantee you'd kind of tune in twice a week for one of, at least one of the national TV games. It'd be like, you know, Milwaukee, Boston or something. And you'd be like, all right, I'm going to sit down. I'm going to watch this. And I watch a lot of basketball, you know, I've done over the years. And you think, I'm going to get a decent game here. Right? You know, at least I can guarantee there's going to be two decent games a week. But it's not even that anymore in the regular season. I mean, that Boston-Milwaukee game the other night was a fucking blowout because they'd got Boston on a back-to-back on a national TV game. It's kind of like, you're not helping yourself with this shit. Do you know what I mean? It's like you brought in all these rules about resting players and stuff, and then you leave some scheduling fuck-up like that. And it's just, you, you can't get out of their own way. It's I, I, I just, ugh, it just fucking frustrates the shit out of me. The other, one, the other one is the amount of, Fucking blowout. It's unbelievable. I mean, what did the Blazers lose by? 62 the other night, was it? 60 fucking two. Like, come on, man. It's just, that's not a product. I'm sorry. The other thing is, is like, not only are the games meaningless, it's, they're so far, most of them are done. By like. five minutes into the second yeah, yeah. quarter, one is more often than not 23 points in front these days. Yeah. Like, it's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, the number of games it's I've ridiculous. flicked on at like midnight, thinking, "Oh, I watched the first half of this, or I'll watch, you know, I might, I might squeeze this in and have a, you know, if it's a decent game, I'll stay up and watch the Knicks." You know, like I turned the Knicks Mavs on the other night. I was thinking, "Okay, cool," you know, Luca versus the Knicks, Clyde and Mike Breen on the commentary, whatever. Oh, Luca's out. He's, I mean, injuries happen and stuff, but it's kind of like every time I turn one of these games on, like, "Oh, let's see what the Sixers look like." V. I don't know, Sacramento, and Embiid's out, so it's kind of like, well, I might as well turn this off because I'm not going to learn anything by watching this game. Do you know what I mean? It's kind of like you're kind of trying to get your temperature of these teams and what they look like, and none of them are ever at full strength because there's fucking too many games. And 
I kind of am obsessed with the TV schedules and stuff. I'll download the, you know, what games are going to be on national TV at the start of the season. And because of this in-season tournament thing, they've shifted loads of those. So it's it's not the game you're expecting. It's just, it's all over the shop. I feel like I'm a bit lost. Maybe I'm a bit old school and I kind of just want things the way they were. But what last game? I don't know. It's um, I feel a bit all over the shop with it at the minute. It's just, it's all just seems a bit lost and they don't kind of know what direction to go in for the best. Uh, and, but it's certainly not more games. That, you know, that, that that's for sure. No, it's not more games. It's less games. Mm. It's less games because then by default they become more meaningful. That's just a fact. There's less of it. It's it's just a thing. But it's there needs to be more to more more done just to make it a fucking sport. Because like the whole well, not even that. It's like, like they're, they're trying to be a sport really and an entertainment product, which you know we've always kind of agreed that's kind of part of the NBA package. It's insane. But it's not even entertaining at this point. So you you kind of, you, you know what I mean? You're not even fucking delivering on that aspect of it. So it's kind of, where are you trying to go with this? I just, I, 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 I don't get it. Underbelly. It doesn't have the, the underpinning of, mm. like, competition to it. Because, mm. yeah, you've got, you've got supposedly future Hall of Fame coach, Greg Popovich, who's going out and saying like, yeah, fuck it, we don't care, we don't give a shit. Sam Hinky ruined it. That, that, that was all like, oh, it's this thing. But now mm. I've normalised it. Now it's an acceptable strategy. So how, like, there's five, six teams like, we're like, we don't give a fucking shit. Mm. We don't give a shit. You're not going to reduce your season tickets. Oh, no, no, that's not a thing. You're still going to pay through the fucking nose, but we're not even going to try and win. Mm. So come, be a fool. Make yourself look dark on television, waving a cardboard placard with a fucking tack on it. And stuff, because, because yeah, celebrate losing. It, mm. I don't, I, yeah, I don't know. That's the problem. That's the problem. And then when it's not even entertaining, you're left with what you're left with. Mm. I don't know. I would, I'd agree. This season, it's hard to even watch, hard, it's hard to even watch 10 minute highlights of games mm. because five minutes into the you, second you, quarter, you know one team is 23. Yeah. And you're like, why why waste another seven minutes of my life? I can't even give you the seven minutes now because because it's the fucking Charlotte Hornets. They're not coming back from twenty down. I can count on one yeah, hand the number of the number of sort of full games I've sat through this year and I've been actually entertained. And it's usually when Hubie's broadcasting <laughs> because he's just like, oh, at least it's Hubie, even if it's a blowout. But other than that, I'm kind of I'm really struggling. It's um, I mean, you talked about the officiating there. That did you see the Rant, the uh, Raptors coach, uh, whose name escapes me, went on after the free three throw disparity in that game. That kind of sums the NBA up for me now. It's kind of like they would rather have ESPN talk about the Lakers for three days on their platforms than actually the fact that they're not a very good team. Do you know what I mean? And just, uh, it's all yeah, no, so it's fucking... Podcast this week. How do we fix the Warriors and the Lakers? And it's like, why do we need to? Why can't you just let them be fucking irrelevant? I know. Why I can't know. you let them battle for the last fucking playing spot? This bunch because they're a bunch of old fucking men. Things move on. Like, yeah. come on. What? What? I don't know. It's it takes away from the good stuff that other teams are doing as well. It, yeah. It's like the the Gorgeous Alexander paradox. He's been the best player in the league for two years now, but. People will act like never gets it's a more mention anywhere. 
turns up when he fucking feels like it and puts hmm. in two games and then wanders off and back into the desert. Well, that like in-season tournament thing is just... I can't get no love. Yeah, the in-season tournament thing has just encapsulated everything you've just said. You know what I mean? It was like, it's just clickbait, isn't it? And nonsense and something else so we can get LeBron in the media cycle. It's just, That's all Adam Silver seems bothered about nowadays, isn't it? It's, uh, it's it just becoming more and more like the Premier League, um, which is pretty depressing. Look at that fucking relegation. So, mm. you know, I, I don't know. I don't know. It's not like the Premier League because no one's like, yeah, fucking... Sheffield United, Luton, you're doing a really good job there. Yeah, well, that's a good strategy, that is. Yeah, yeah, no, you'll be successful in two years, despite the parachute payments making it actually a fairly decent strategy, mm. unfortunately. But, like, you know, there is an actual sort of potential punishment to continued failure, whereas we're just in this game now. I don't know. It's like, it's the Wemby show that's kind of, that's been the backbreaker for me. The just this, I don't know. I don't, like this, this season has, has really made me like look at like I, it's the acceptance that, that Greg Popovich is a Hall of Fame coach and all that stuff because I don't know any Hall of Fame coach in any sport who is happy to tolerate absolute abject failure for so long. It'd be interesting to see what conversations went on behind closed doors there pre-season in regards of how they want to approach the season. Because they've got some good players and they've traded some very good players away. I mean, look what Derek White's doing on the Celtics and, you know, Deontay yeah. Murray's obviously a bad fit in Atlanta. But another player, they, you know, they got a decent return if, if, if you like draft picks. I mean, you know, we, we've had our own conversations about draft picks. But um, but the number of players they've just literally just let walk away... Um, is maddening as well because they they they'd have a great team if they'd hung on to those two guys. Maybe they've not got Wemmin Yama, you know, it's all irrelevant. But um, it's such a strange thing what's gone on there the last sort of but ten years or so. Winning fucking fifteen games, like what? what? I don't. What, what's your plan here? Mm. I, I don't know. And also, what does that do for him? Transcendent players don't come in. Like name me the name me the Hall of Famer that was absolute. The fucking dog shit for years and years, and these first three years in the league were just thrown away with being fucking appalling on a team that was not even trying to win. Name name the player that does that, and then name me the seven foot five player that's had a fucking like fifteen year long career. Like I don't, you might have Wemby for four years, and what they're all going to be wasted in fucking throwaway games against the Charlotte Hornets. Like I don't know. Ask yourself this. Is Greg Popovich's legacy Greg Popovich's legacy, or is it Tim Duncan's? I know I've said this before, but you know he knows far more about basketball than me and you ever will. But it's 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 going down an Arsene Wenger type path at this point, isn't it? To use another football analogy, yeah, it's uh, you know this is, this is just stupid. He had Thierry Henry. I mean, it was he was it all about Thierry Henry and Patrick? I don't know. It's yeah, it's look at it's a tricky one. Yeah, a lot of that probably was. Yeah, what 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 we do with Wemby? He's just gonna get the Joel Embiid stank. Yeah, they won't turn around. Get... So you know, <laughs> you can learn to be all right with losing. Mm. Your self-esteem as a human being learns to be all right with losing when you're on a team like that. You can't then just flick a fucking switch and become a winner. Mm. Look at look at Joel Embiid. He's the perfect example of it. 
you can give him MVPs all you like in like meaningless games, but as soon as it gets meaningful, fucking useless. Learn behaviors. So let's just. I've just been looking at standings this morning, and uh, let's just go through these teams and look like who we can cross off from being actually relevant to the season there. So you got Detroit on three wins, so you can cross them off. You don't ever need to watch them. Are they not the one about the most relevant story in the, This is how bad it is. Detroit being historically bad is actually interesting. Yeah, what's the lowest win total in a season? Isn't it like the Sixers and the Seventies or something? I don't know. Um, so we can cross them out. You can cross Washington off. They're a fucking shit show. You can cro- we can cross both those off before we even start, though, yeah. and that's kind of the point. Well, I know. You can cross the Spurs off. Seven wins. Uh, your Blazers, who are just absolutely. Appalling now. After you know, you've. I mean, you watch more of them than I do. Brogdon's in that lineup. Anthony Simon's been in that lineup. Um, they just, they can't stop anyone, can they? They're just an absolute sieve defensively. So, what's the, what's the point of Chauncey Billups at this point? I don't, I don't understand where you're going with him. It's, I don't know. He might as well just go and do TV. Did you see a couple of to watch extended? So I went for like the ten minute highlights this morning of them uh, against the Timberwolves, right? After after thirty seconds, they were fourteen one down. <laughs> done, done, done. There's no point in wasting any more time. Fourteen, 14 to one down. Done. Just that's that. Game over. Bought a ticket. Got all excited. I know. Go into that fucking game. <laughs> just, all right. Wicked. Oh, when's, like when's the t-shirt fucking cannon coming out? Maybe I can cover the cost of my fucking fourteen dollar hot dog. Yeah. 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 yeah just... At what point are fans going to wake up to this, though? I don't know. It's um, yeah, <laughs> it's just a very expensive waste of time. It's just, oh, my shit, don't worry about it. Trust me, it's part of a much bigger plan to not be shit at some point. I don't know. I can't really explain to you how it's going to happen. Just, you know, <laughs> we need to just keep losing and hope our luck changes. If like, any... I don't fuck off. If anyone tells me they're going to an NBA game nowadays, unless it's a playoff game, I'd just be like, yeah, I wouldn't bother. I said, go, go for a really nice meal somewhere with your missus or something. Or then I go see a Broadway show or something. Just, what a fucking... Uh, and I've done it. Jesus Christ, we, we, we've, we've done it. But what a fucking waste of money to have your senses fucking just infiltrated by noise for three hours. Assaulted. Shouting at you. Hey, Listen to B-list rappers at halftime. Weird fucking <laughs> Eastern European circus acts. Half time. Oh, look, here's the last. In- oh, yeah. I'll not hear a bad word against Red Panda. <laughs> Leave Red Panda alone. She's fine. She's grinding <laughs> out a living. Uh, all right, let's look at some more of these shit teams. The Grizzlies, they had a little John Morant spell, and he's fucked now. Uh, so God knows what he's going to get up to in his spare time. Probably going around punching teenagers or something. I don't know. So. They're pretty much done. Desmond Bain rolled his ankle last night. Marcus Smart's out, so they're they're well and truly fucked. Um, so yeah, enjoy the barbecue, lad. Uh, the Hornets on eight wins, they're fucked. The Raptors have kind of finally fucking traded OG Nobi. Thank fuck, because everyone was sick of hearing about his name. Uh, he actually looks alright on the Knicks, but uh, and I quite like yeah. I quite like the trade for the Raptors as well. Like uh, bring RJ Barrett home and uh, quickly, you know. A nice little guard for them. So, uh, but their season—they're not going anywhere either. So they're you can kind of cross them off. Atlanta are just a mess and horrible to watch. Why you tune in and watch them? I've no idea. You can cross them off. Maybe, the, maybe you're a Trey Young fan. So that's yeah. 
hmm, whatever floats your boat. So that's eight teams gone. And then, like you say, we come on, you know, like you say, what's wrong with the Warriors and the Lakers? Yeah, they're just fucking old men. <laughs> they, their best players are old men. So that's what's wrong. And the roster it, construction is just terrible. Be, could it possibly be uh, that, that not very well-run franchises that have got away with a load because of histories of success? The Lakers more long their history and the, the, the Warriors' more recent history of success has papered over all kinds of paper like cracks that have been going since since what? When was the last time the Warriors drafted somebody worth drafting? Yeah, did you see Kaminga had some comments about Steve Kerr kind of yanking him around, which I can understand because his agent's probably like, you know, we want you to get paid. You you know, you're up for a, a new contract and stuff and the minutes he's given you you're not going to get that contract from the Warriors by the look of it. So um, I think that's kind of flowing out. But um, Bob Myers saw the fucking iceberg, didn't he? Well, he yanked for no real reason. Mm-hmm. But over the last few weeks as well, he'd been one of the few bright sparks that had got people talking about anything other than Draymond fucking green. Mm-hmm. But I think that maybe that's the problem. That's mm-hmm. just the problem. That's the Warriors. They're just fucking Draymond green. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Did you see his... About what? that. I didn't watch his press conference because I'm not particularly interested in anything Draymond Green's got to say or outside of a basketball court. can't say I've ever listened to his podcast or anything. He just comes across as a bit of a fucking knobhead. But he was kind of like, I don't know, he's just like, have a little bit of fucking remorse. Maybe you've fucked the season up, you know, just, but no, it's, it's the Draymond Green show again. It's like, maybe just be a bit more fucking humble. But no, he's just... He's just that dude, I guess. Um, he thinks he's like a Hall of Fame level talent, not just going to be in the Hall of Fame because you are a team that won loads of titles. Do you know what I mean? It's I don't know. You didn't see fucking, you didn't see Mano Ginobili fucking acting out like that. Do you know what I mean? It's just uh, I'm, I'm kind of over it now. Fundamentally, this and this here is the problem as well. Now is that a lot of the Warriors has been riding on like the goodwill. The Warriors were everybody's like second favorite team if they weren't the Warriors for so long because they managed to play on that this perception that somehow Steph's really nice they were really fun to watch as well they were fun to watch when the ball was fucking zipping around when Iguodala was on the team and you know they were actually I mean I'm not even they're not even fun to watch anymore the crack started to show when uh, when they had that fucking that like tombstone cake that was like that's a bit weird. And you, you grown-ups, lads, come on. I don't remember what? that. What was that? Uh, Teamscone? I don't remember. The Cavs, they had this cake with, like, the Cleveland Cavaliers. We're going to bury them. It's somebody's birthday during the finals. Oh, really? weird. And it was the first when you were like, oh, you actually a bunch of fucking knobheads. And then, and then you have that thing where, like, Clay Thompson doesn't say much, and that's good. Because when he does say something, it makes you think, oh, you're a fucking knobhead, aren't you? You're an idiot. I just oh, think shit. he's a bit of a dumb stoner. I don't think he's any malice intended to people. I mean, yeah, he does. Yeah, I, think he's a, I think he's a dick. He probably grew up a rich that, kid. Do you know what I mean? Like, burnt through all the goodwill, mm. and now all they're left with is, is Steph and a load of fucking memories. And they can't, they can't accept that if you're going to stay relevant, you have to maximise Steph. And all the only other thing you've got is this nostalgia and belief that 
yeah, Draymond is a better, more impactful piece than he probably really is. But he's just and really Clay still has more tank than he does. It's just really basic, bad roster construction as well. It's like just go and get a centre. Like Kevon Looney can't do it every night. He's fucked. He's getting on in years, and just go. On, I don't know. Give a fucking. Second round pickup for Gogo Batadze or someone. Just just get someone half decent on the fucking rosters can play some centre minutes. It's just it's a really badly put together team. It's just and and if you've got these young guys, if you're not gonna play them big minutes, why have them on your fucking roster? Do you know what I mean? Just get rid of them. It's just there's so many strange decisions gone on there. Um and Mike Dunley I mean, he just doesn't why, see anything anymore. They haven't traded every single pick yeah, they've yeah. had for free agents are gonna come there. Yeah. They've got no problem throwing any like veteran yeah. free agent if that's yeah. what they want. The David Wests are going to come there all yeah. day, every day. Yeah, you know, if you're a rich, rich player in the, you know, 20, San Francisco is quite a nice place to live if you've got lots of money, I guess. Yeah, it's very strange. The uh, Steve Kerr kind of must be looking around thinking, you know, what other jobs could open up because Eric Spolster just got that massive contract, hasn't he, from Miami? Yeah. Uh, not that Steve Kerr's probably needs the money at this point, but you'd imagine there won't be a a lack of people wanting his as services. A as a Warriors fan, how long do you see the... Because, yeah, you're on the downward slope. So there's going to come another a downward period. I mean, God, yeah, I mean, I've been a Warriors fan since, like, eight, 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 89, so there's been some grim years. I mean, I was like a pig in shit. <laughs> we got Steph, you know, but um, I don't know. Steve Kerr strikes me as the kind of coach, a bit like Pep Guardiola. I think he's only interested in coaching the fucking top, top players. I don't think he's got any interest yeah. in developing talent and stuff. I think it wouldn't be surprise me if, depending on how this San Antonio thing goes, maybe in a year or two, if they draft another sort of blue chip player that he, he comes in and, maybe takes over from Pop. Because I can't see Pop lasting out that five-year contract unless he just really, really likes money and fancy restaurants. I don't know. But um, I can't see Steve Kerbin at the Warriors in two years' time. I don't know. Depending what happens here. Unless they make some major fucking moves. I just don't think he's got any interest in developing young players. I I just don't think that's that's the kind of coaching he wants to do. I don't know. I could be wrong. But um, it doesn't appear that way from the sort of stuff that's gone over the last three years. That's for sure. He wants, he wants to coach for titles. Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. He's like Pep, he's like Pep Guardiola in that regard. You know. It's... I'll, I will. I'll say this. I'll see your San Antonio and I'll throw you a Phoenix. Okay. Because he has been there before, hasn't he? So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wasn't he at Arizona at uni as well? I think... Like, yeah, but some... roster-wise, I mean, that's a fucking ticking time bomb as well. And all their picks are out the window. So who are you going to be coaching at that point, you know? Uh, but Devin Booker has got eight years ahead of him. Of has he? I don't know. You sure? I mean, what's he at this point? I don't know, late 20s? He must be in the league like eight, nine years at this point. So has he? I don't know. Um, we'll see. And I don't know if I'm an... NBA coach, I don't know if I want to build my team around Devin Booker. I don't know. It's a guy who doesn't really, he's supposedly a really good shooter, but doesn't really shoot threes. And I don't know. It's, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Who knows? It's all, we're getting into fucking Bill Simmons hypothetical <laughs> territory, aren't we? You know, talking about stuff that will probably never happen. 
Yeah, who knows? I don't know. I just like like you say. I don't. I think he's only got interest in coaching for titles. So the Lakers. I mean, I don't know. Where do you want to go with that? How how not to build a team around LeBron James? Just don't get any shooting. Well, we've seen this before, haven't we? The frightening thing is Anthony Davis has been playing out of his skin and not missed many games. So um, not looking great for them either, is it? To be honest. No, no. And what do they have to? What do they have to? To gamble to trade with one pick, I think one first rounder left, and a whole lot of shit. It's just, I know what's I mean, uh, what coach, coach like GM LeBron isn't that great at GM LeBron? And yeah, the decision to give uh D'Angelo Russell that contract's looking like a fucking backfire as well, isn't it? I mean, what team with any ambitions of being good wants him on their team? You know, he's just. I don't know, he just puts up fantasy basketball numbers but does nothing to improve anyone around him. So I don't know what the value of him is. Not very much, I'd imagine. A long and verifiable history of him not doing anything. So, I mean, they they might get in the playing. It's not looking good. Yeah, I don't know. Who who've you been watching? Oklahoma have been fun. I, I mean, I can't believe it's taken us this long to finally admit defeat in a... Not watching them because of the Sonics thing. That they're actually quite fun to watch. They're, they're only the team that are actually worth watching, which is uh, a full circle they are, event. They are like the basketball. They're, they're, it, it pains me to say it, and I still struggle with it. I that do. Uniform. Yeah, it's awful. Black like we're going off. I know I've gone off about how mental the in-season tournament courts are, but theirs is just not. It's just the same every fucking year. That just blue. Like. The, it needs to be a fucking... Bu- it, they basically bought some fucking marketing company's NBA basic logoing package like when they moved there and haven't done anything. I can remember since. when it popped up on the NBA Live game when they first moved from Seattle, and I just thought it was like a a generated logo that they'd not got the actual logo yeah, yet. Right. And then I was like, oh shit, that's the actual logo? <laughs> that's like, oh fuck. No, that's terrible. Like, it's like some eight-year-old locked up, and they've just not fucking fucked with it over the years, have they? It's just the same terrible shit and colour scheme, and just god awful. It changes. They never try to do anything with the court. Never bring any of the orange into it or anything. Mm. It's just that plain blue key. It just looks like I don't know. It looks like Euroleague stuff more than mm. the NBA. It looks like they're staying there as well because they've they've done their whole tricking the taxpayer into funding a new arena bullshit, haven't they? Which these American teams love to do. So looks like they're there to stay. Unless something it's strange happens. So, But yeah, they're just... Gr- how to build a team. I mean, we've given Sam Presti some shit over the years, but um, he's drafted well and just built a really good team really quickly. And they've still got lots of options, haven't they? So... Still, half the league's picks. Their problem is, yeah, yeah. Their problem is, is they've got good young players. You can't give them that first big contract extension. Yeah, yeah. we can't pay everyone. And you've got too many picks, so they're kind of, yeah, what, what do you do with this now? They won't pay everybody. That's the key factor, isn't it, as mm-hmm. well? Well, we've seen this before, haven't we, with their ownership? They don't do luxury tax. No. But luxuries in Oklahoma. I mean... So, yeah, it's, um, it's a great team. It's a great team to watch. It's... it's Filled with complementary parts that all sort of congeal to make the whole more than the sum of its parts. And within that, they've got SGA, who is, yeah, the the MV fucking P this year. He's unstoppable. He gets to where he wants to at the speed he wants to, when he wants to. Like, he's just, all right, yeah, you need 28, got you. Boom. 
Imagine if he actually talked to the press and had a or a sit down with Doris or something. You know, they might yeah. actually talk about him on the SPM, but it uh, doesn't seem like that's coming anytime soon, does it? He can't get anything. He can't get anything. There's mm. still people trying to talk about Embiid and all those as well when you talk about MVP. And he just gets no. No, and he's unstoppable. He can do what he wants. And he does it over and over again every fucking night. Mm. But yeah, it doesn't say much. So, you know. Another thing that I think gone under the radar, uh, a few casual NBA observers, uh, Chip England, whose name is kind of infamous. Uh, been at San Antonio, being their shooting coach for years, and just you know, sort of Kawhi Leonard shot out, and amongst others, he's been on the coaching staff there for the last couple of years, I believe. And uh, right. they're all explains a lot. Yeah, every fucking player on the roster can kind of even like you know the likes of uh, what's your man called the Australian kid? Giddy. Yeah, Josh Giddy. Even Josh Giddy's actually you know, cracking like 35% barrier now. So he's got all the team, you know, your Lou Dortz and stuff. They're all like knocking threes down like a 40% clip, which is just, that's why they're winning a lot of these games as well. Because SJ's, you know, you double him, he's getting to the, the cup. And there's just lots of good spacing and then they get a lot of good shots now. And and, and if you're knocking them down at, at that kind of rate, um, you're going to win a lot of games and, it, and that's what's happening, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And it looks like that thing where they look like they're having fun playing with each other. They well, look like a team, you know. What I mean, it's like it's like Boston. Like having fun though. Yeah. That counts for a lot sometimes yeah. when you're watching, yeah. particularly regular season. That that yeah, it looks like they're having fun playing together, and that kind of makes for exciting extra pass basketball yeah, yeah. and stuff. So yeah, it's not complicated stuff, is it? I mean, I mentioned Boston; they're the same. They look like a team who enjoys playing with each other now. Finally, you know, unlike past years, you know. You'd have yeah. certain players pouting and you could see the kind of easiness on the bench and stuff. They actually look like they enjoy playing with each other, which is uh, which is half yeah, the battle, isn't it? You know, it's... you know, Chris Paul shouting them all for not being as good as him. So, although, like I said, I, I watched uh, in a game the other day, there was a, a Josh Giddy to, to Chet Holmgren alley-oop that was like the ugliest, least alley-oop, alley-oop <laughs> I've ever seen in my life. It, it was it was just like the exact opposite of what Ali Oops would be. Was it a bit Billy? Was it a bit uh, Billy Hoyle? Uh, was it a bit White Man Can't yeah. Jump kind of vibe? Yeah. It was really like, oh god, that's horrible. So I reckon this, I reckon there's seven teams who have just got a chance of winning this year the title in the East: Boston, Milwaukee, and Philly. You wouldn't say anyone outside that's got a chance of winning the title, would you? Indiana are a serious team, are they? And Halliburton's down yeah. now, so they're fucked. So, Cavs, Knicks, no. Miami, would you throw them in there, or do you just think Jimmy's too old there? No, I mean, maybe you can maybe it's make not, it four knees. Yeah. You can never rule Miami out, can you? I guess. You wipe Miami off at your peril because mm. it seems nobody. It, it seems that we could sit and have a conversation with Pat Riley about how meaningless the regular season is, and he'd, he'd yeah. agree with us. Yeah, I'm sure. Okay, so we've got four, right, so four in the East. It's, it's hard. The thing with though, the thing with Miami is, I'll never not fancy him to make the conference finals or even the finals. Mm, but you won't fancy him fancy to win him. it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I mean. Like, I, it's, it's a difficult one to say because I, I fancy him to get there and do damage. Mm. But do you do you go all the way to the top of the mountain? I just, I don't think Jimmy's that Sherpa. No. 
Orlando have kind of fallen off a bit. We can count them out. The Bulls, yeah. and the Nets. So they're out. So we're, yeah. So four possible title, uh, more finals teams in the East. In the West, T Wolves obviously got the best record. So they got to be in the mix. And you know, while everyone's healthy, yeah. and Anthony Edwards is playing like this, you got to put them in there. Lack of playoff chops aside. Yeah. OKC, again, no playoff experience. You've got Denver, obviously, who are always going to be a shout with the Okich. And then I listened to Zach Lowe's latest podcast this morning, and he's wanking himself into oblivion over the Clippers once again. I think he, I'm sure he's on Steve Barber's payroll because anytime they win a few games, he's gushing, literally. Uh, and throbbing and foaming at the mouth about the Clippers. No, oh, oh, oh. what do you make of the sustainability of that? He's still playing, he's still playing like NBA Two K Nineteen or something. <laughs> he's not. That's what he's doing. He's just moving players around rosters and making his own rookies. He's not. He's, he's stuck in that, that that Doc Rivers world of four years ago. Mm. Eight and two. Eight and two in the last ten. Um, they're now fourth in the West. Um, I've seen enough NBA basketball over the last ten years to I can't believe the Clippers are going to get to the finals. I don't know. Something has to go wrong, or someone has to disappear in the playoffs, or are we just? Other than that, you just can't all have the ball in the playoffs. You just can't. You can't all have the ball in the playoffs, can you? So, if James Harden's not getting the ball enough, will he? Will he pout, or is he out? I don't know. I've just I've seen this movie too many times. <laughs> He's gonna pout. <laughs> Kawhi's gonna wander off into the desert for three games mid season, mid mid series or something like he does. <laughs> yeah, Kawhi, Kawhi is, someone's gonna turn up and say, oh, "We're really sorry, but Kawhi's decided he's not gonna play today." Just not. Not you've not Pat's vibe check to be honest. That's it, really. So he's got a new yeah, contract yeah. now as well. I don't so. know, his astrologist, yeah, his astrologist has said, ah, fuck it. Who knows? Who knows what's going on there? But yeah, I'm the same. I can't see. I can't see how that mesh of personalities leads to success. I also can't see how. Can't I can't see how those four personalities mesh hmm. to be a cohesive unit. But also, um, it's all right having four players but they're all of a similar height they're all of a similar mm. like it's not necessarily four big complementary players is it it's i think i said this on the last podcast as much as i like zubach he's not stopping Jokic, you know so how do you stop him and that's kind of the key to winning the west isn't it i think still so. yeah yeah that's the key to winning everything to yeah. be honest yeah. how do you stop that? i mean the, the kings yeah cool but they that you can't see them winning the west dallas no chance. No, no, yeah. it's just the Luther exhibition show, isn't it? It's not, mm. it's not a serious team. No. Well, one thing I just like, I just want to mention about Orlando. I really like those blue uniforms with the black and white stripe down the shorts. They're like John Amici era, kind of yeah. T-Mac era unis. They just look so nineties. <laughs> early, early noughties, sorry. Uh, I really like them. Just... Yeah, yeah, they're them. Mm. The magic of kind of having like a comeback, like that aesthetics kind of. Yeah, it kind of. Yeah, it's like they. Oh, I remember the fun magic team. This kind of feels like that a bit again. So uh, yeah. Yeah, it, it feels like the they've they've finally put behind them their expansion team legacy. Yeah. 
Some yeah. people do it quicker than others. The Miami Heat, they did that in like what two years or something. That they got rid of that that thing of them. All oh, right, oh, they were like, oh, we're here, we're doing it. The Magic, it took a bit longer. <laughs> they, they they almost did it with, because you know they got given Shaq mm. to do to help do that. Okay, so uh, we played this quiz last time. Call it 20 questions. We're going to call this 21 questions. <laughs> Shout out to 50 Cent. Um, just to distance ourselves from uh, the Swish FM boys, Chris and Ben, who came up with this game. And I've I've joined them on their podcast for this recently. So uh, shout out to them and subscribe to their uh, podcast on Patreon. But Gavin, have you thought of a player? Uh, I do. I have a player. Okay. Uh, from It could be current NBA. It could be from yesteryear. Uh, and I'll have 21 questions to guess who this player is, or you are the winner. But we'll see if I can yeah. get it uh, within those parameters. Okay, uh, you ready? Yep. Okay, so you just have to give a yes or no answer. You don't have to give clues okay. or or anything further than that. Right, let's narrow this down. Did this player spend the majority of his career in the 1990s? Uh, yes. Yes, okay, 90s, okay. Did this player spend the majority of their career in the Eastern Conference? No. Okay. Uh, was this player born in the USA? Yes. Okay. Was this player... Most did he mostly play as a guard? Um, yeah. Ooh, okay, so tweener, I'm guessing. Yeah. Like guard stroke forward type. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, it's 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 always classed as shooting guard, small forward, small forward slash shooting guard. Yeah. Okay. Oh, interesting. Okay, that's four questions. Was this player ever an all-star? Yeah. Yes. All-star. Once. You didn't need to tell me that, you see. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. You can just give a yes or no answer, but you can kind okay. of tell oh. we'll, live at, we'll, we'll learn as we go on this game. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all-star once. God forward. Western Conference. Okay. Did this player ever play for the Portland Trailblazers? No. No. Okay, sorry. I was thinking of a certain player. <laughs> Should have just asked that. <laughs> it's not him. I was thinking of Uncle Cliffy, but I don't think he was ever an all-star. He might have been. Uh, was he once? Mm. I don't know. Who knows? Uh, okay. Um, More powerful than Uncle Cliffy, though. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Uh, did this player ever play for the Seattle Supersonics? Yes. Oh, okay. I'm in the wheelhouse now. Can't be Detlef, because he was not a guard. Oh, you've got me here. I haven't. Just use more questions. You've got plenty. Yeah, I know. I'm He's gonna... gettable. I didn't go trolling. <laughs> but like... It can't be... I don't know if you listened to... Have you listened to the one I did on Swish FM? No. It can't be Hersey Hawkins, can it? 
It's, it, 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 I mean, it could, but it isn't. It's not Hersey Hawk. I'm going to say they, they, they had one on theirs and it was yeah, Hersey yeah. Hawkins. But I'm just thinking he's not a forward. So, oh. okay. One, two, three, no. four, five, six, seven. That's eight questions. Uh, oh, guard stroke forward on the Sonics. Yeah, there's plenty one. of questions. Come on, I'll, I'll, start, I'll start peppering. I'll start peppering them with a bit more of the answers. Okay. No, it's all right. Take your time. Uh, I can edit it. So yeah, well, okay. So yeah, the last one. Did he play for the Sonics? Played for the Sonics twice. Not Sonics. not two games. He had two spells for the Sonics. Guard stroke. But forward. when I see him, that's not the jersey I see him in. Not Derek McKee, he's not Nate McMillan, it's not GP. Wow, I'm struggling with this one. Um, oh, more questions. I can say you've got I plenty know. of questions. I know, I'm just trying to think how I can narrow this down. I know he's on the Sonics, I know he's US born, I know he's a guard struck forward, I know he's an all star once. Did he also play in the Eastern Conference at any time? Yes. Okay, and good. interestingly, again, for a, played, played, he played for. Two teams. Uh, one was I don't, at the tail end, waived probably. So I don't like. Yeah, not not meaningful. But he played for two. So essentially, he played for two teams. One of them he played twice. So he played for essentially one team in the East twice. And the Sonics twice. Yeah. I didn't know this about him, to be honest. In his prime, in the East, and then towards the end, which is kind of the tail of the two. Was his all-star appearance for the East or the West? Uh, West. Okay. I think of Sonic's all-stars. Ten questions. Mm. That's halfway. There's plenty of, there's plenty of still Sonic's all-stars. Majority mm. of the career in the 90s. Well, like I said, I... I this would be a... I wouldn't get to him through the Sonics. Right, okay. That's not how I get there in my head, which is weird when you look at it, like his his history. The the jersey I see him in is not when he was particularly in his prime, but okay. and it's not like a particularly long. It's like a it's not the longest spell he had, but that what the jersey I see him in is is not the Sonics. So I I would be barking up the same tree with the Sonics. So maybe you know try and find where else he might have played. Did he play for the Charlotte Hornets as well? Yes, but when I mentioned right at the very end and probably for a few games before getting waved, it's that, if you know what I mean, where where the rest of his career is like 91 to 92, this is this particular year, the year he retired, and that's it, it's just that, so it's right at the very end of his career, he played for the Charlotte, he turned out for the Charlotte Hornets, but again, not a jersey, I'd imagine you would see him in in your head. Sonic's Hornets. God, stroke forward. You the Sonic's is, is like the second jersey you see him in. You're like, oh, ah, yeah. But the, the one that leaps to my mind is not either of those. This is a tough one. Yeah. No, I like also, it. It's good. Also, yeah, you know, what other events happened? You know, there are other things that happen. I don't know how well you are on who won the NBA skills competition, for example. <laughs> That's not necessarily. Yeah, I don't know. This, this uh, yeah, his, his shit predates that. All right, so someone they roped out of retirement for that. No, 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 it's nothing to do with that, but basically other things happen at All-Star Weekend. 
And yeah, I I see him at the All Star Weekend more than his one All Star appearance. It's not Kendall Gill because he was never an All Star. No, no, his no. game was notable for something. Oh, Sonic I'm struggling. I'm struggling with this one. Sonic's wrong tree. Sonic's what? Sonic's is the wrong tree for me. Is it? I wouldn't get to the Sonic's oh. as somebody who was into the Sonic's then. Okay. Did he play I... for the Knicks? No. No Knicks. Okay. Did he play for the Sixers? No. Wasting questions here. One, two, the East team is not how I picture him either. 13. I'm 13. All-star as well. I should know this. Did this player play in the 1980s at all? Yes. All right. 80s. Yes. So I don't know. Oh, okay. Right. I'm going to... I've got a name in mind now. Okay. Was it Dale Ellis? It was Dale Ellis. Yes! I didn't know he played for the Hornets. Yeah, yeah, right at the very end, two thousand. Yeah, it. right. Okay. There, last yeah, he had a long career. Mm, Eighty-three, drafted by the Mavericks to eighty-six. Sonics from eighty-six to ninety. All star yeah. in nineteen eighty-nine. Mm-hmm. Three-point champ in nineteen eighty-nine. He was, yeah. I didn't realise he team All NBA that year. He did come back to the Sonics, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Then the Bucks, ninety-one to ninety-two. Mm-hmm. The Spurs, 92 to 94. And then the Nuggets, 94 to 97. And I always see him in the Nuggets jersey. Really? In the three, Going out in the first round of the three-point competition mm. in a Nuggets jersey. That's that's my memories of Dale Ellis. Mm. That and always mean mugging, never looking anything other than serious. I know why you mentioned the off-court stuff as well. Did you read that story about him when he was in Seattle? Didn't no. he, Didn't he uh, absolutely blathered just fucking crash into someone and like nearly kill someone and end up in prison for like a bit of the season like it all get swept under the rug a bit it's like yeah Dale Ellis is out he's like is he in prison it's like yeah he's DUI'd and fucking I don't know I'm sure he knocked someone over or something I vaguely remember reading about this like years ago um, so. what a shooter yeah, though by the way twice at the Sonics twice at the books yeah yeah I do remember him in that green that later green Sonics uniform when he came out yeah so, uh, sharp shooter for real. He'd be a max player nowadays, wouldn't he? When he was retired, he was, the, after, he was behind Reggie Miller for the most made threes. I'm going to say, yeah. Years. A fantastic Costarco Brothers poster of him as well uh, yeah. from back in the day. Um, that was a good one. Well, it took me a while. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Well, it um, to be a gettable one, but, you know, not a... No, that was good. fucking um, just trawling for a ninth man somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, I'll have to think of one for next time because... Uh, yeah, it takes far longer than it should do that game. It does. <laughs> but it's good. Now, shout out to the Swish FM boys for that, uh, putting us on to that game. That's, uh, it's a belter. Uh, Gavin, uh, I think that's us, unless you've got anything else to add. No, D- did you watch Wemby versus Yanis? I didn't know what what happened. Woo, it's like anime. Yeah, <laughs> I watched the highlights. But... It's nuts. It's nuts. It's close. Like, Wemby threw himself a move. Self-hoop, the middle of it. Yeah, I saw I saw the highlights of that. I, did, I didn't watch the full game. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, but just at, like at the end of the game, it came down to like just these two cartoon character human beings going at each other. 
It was it was it was it was a spectacle. Yeah, so I'm moaning about not what being any good games and I've actually missed one of the decent games. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Might have to go back and rewatch that one. Mm. That was a good one. Mm. And uh Wemby last night like started the second half with like ten points in a row. It was like a three pointer and then a couple of stupid oops where somebody just threw it anywhere. Yeah, he had his first like a savage uh, dunk as well. Like he's yeah, he had his first triple double as well the other night, didn't he? Mm. Mm. So, yeah, yeah, he's like getting better, but you know, I just wish it was on the team that was trying to be competitive. Yeah, yeah, they've got too many good players to have the record they've got. You know, it's uh, and they've been mainly healthy as well. So it's uh, yeah, come on, get Backy Hammond in there and let's move pop upstairs or. You know, running restaurant in corporate bit or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Get him yeah. shaking hands and talking yeah. about Spurs values or some shit. Kissing yeah. babies and sticking rosettes on pensioners and himself. Yeah, <laughs> like I said, I always uh, that bit. I was done with that guy when he fucking addressed the crowd for booing Kawhi Leonard. I think I was done the other year in that playoff game where he just down tools when they had a chance to win it in Game Seven. I was just like, really? That's not. Even DeMar DeRozan was looking around like, is this, well, okay, we, I guess we're giving up. Oh, very strange, but so. what do we know? It's an odd, it's an odd thing, mm. with basketball. It's okay. an odd sport. Well, it's entertainment for us, at least. And, uh, yeah. We like to talk about it. And it's yeah. entertainment or lack fun. of, if you will. That's the problem at the moment. Yes, yeah. It needs to get so. back to being entertaining. Yeah. Let's hope for a good dunk contest day. Eh? That's not far away, is it? So. About a month or so, I guess. We'll see. We might reconvene before then, I guess, if anything exciting happens. Maybe a, maybe a, a three-pointer. But again, they'll do something stupid with that, where this ball, that you chuck the Mountain Dew Sprite Mega Ball. <laughs> like, it's fucking... You still, what? Yeah. Everything gets fucked with. Everything's just tinkered with now. It's flashy lights and silly things. It's like, oh, come on. I, I understand the fact that Adam Silver works for the league uh, owners and it's about getting them as much revenue as possible. But you also work for the league, so it's kind of about the products at some point. I don't know. Maybe you can just row this back a little bit. But what do we know? We're not the TikTok generation, I guess. Mm. I guess. I guess. Gen, Gen Z. Gen mm. Z. It's all for the Gen Zers. Mm. Okay. Uh, right, Gavin. Until next time. Um, always a pleasure. We'll reconvene soon. Yes, yes. Let's do it. All right, man. Until next time. Let's do that. Yeah, no, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to revive a, a, a 2K. So I'm gonna start playing 2K to make basketball. Let's we'll start watching old games again. I think just games <laughs> Charles Oakley choking people. <laughs> I don't know. It was more entertaining. Maybe the basketball wasn't so great, but uh, who knows? Okay. Right. Until next time. Peace out. Right. See you later.